Welcome to episode 032, journaling questions for you to reflect, review, clarify, and co-create. Welcome, I'm your host, Clara Bade. One Woke Mama is a journey of awakening through the raw, sometimes painful, always beautiful, and definitely messy ride that is motherhood. This is our journey in mind, body, and soul towards consciousness. We seek clarity, we hunt down the truth, we dive into the discomfort of healing, uncovering shadows and rising out of them back into the new woman that we're meant to be. Hey beautiful one, welcome to another episode of One Woke Mama. So today is a slightly different episode where I'm actually going to give you an activity to do and I hope that you will take this and run with it and use it to support you as you look back on the year that has been 2019 and prepare emotionally, energetically, mentally for the year ahead 2020. I'm not going to get too bogged down on the fact that 2020 is the beginning of a new decade or that it's 2020. (laughs) I mean, I'm pretty sure um, there's a movie from the 80s, Blade Runner, where November 2019 is the future. So we've bypassed that now. I'm not going to get too bogged down in the energy of it all. I'm not an energy reader in that regard. And there's plenty of sources online that you can go see all that. I'm just here to support you with an exercise and a practice that I think is really awesome and simple to do and won't get you too wound up and caught up in the whole new year, new you bullshit and feeling the pressure that you have to overhaul your entire life and somehow go through this cathartic, chrysalis, cocoon into butterfly mode experience, whatever you want to call it, that is so transformative that you come out the other side and you're a completely different person. You know, let's just rein the pressure in a little. No, this is just an exercise that I want you to enjoy and experience. And it's an exercise that I actually provided two weeks ago now to the beautiful women that attended my final women's circle for 2019. And it was called exactly that, Reflect and Review, Clarify and Co-Create. And it was a delicious two and a half hour journey where we started with grounding and centering, embodiment practices and tapping and we moved into these journaling exercises I'm going to give you. We got to dance and move and shake and invite some somatic and qigong practices in. We got to work with the angels and have a delicious restorative meditation too. So of course you can't experience all of that because here we are listening on the waves I just had a moment where I was like, what are we listening on here? But I can give you the practices that are probably the most powerful, insightful things that you can do out of that particular experience. So let's dive into 2019 here. When I think about reviewing and reflecting on my year, there are so many different ways that you can do this. But for me, what always helps is getting real about what's actually happened. Because for most of us, we will say, oh, it's been a really crap year, or we'll use some sort of broad stroke term or adjective to describe our year. 
just the other day I heard somebody say to me that they had had a really crappy year and then in the next breath had told me that they had been on two incredible advanced workshops and I remember thinking wow you have had some really tough times this year but you've obviously not realized that you've had some really incredible mind-blowing mystical transformative experiences as well so the very first question that I give you is an invitation to review your year by literally brain dumping everything that has happened. So list everything that has happened to you this year or that you have experienced this year. And this is just a stream of consciousness list. Just start writing. And when I do this exercise for myself, it's really awesome because, you know, all the good stuff, all the bad stuff comes out. And then I pause and I go, oh, that's it. There's nothing else. And then more comes out. And then you realize, oh no, but this happened. And then I went there and I had that experience with that healer. And then I did that session. And all of these things start coming out of the little cracks of your life. When you read over that list, you will be surprised by how much gold is there to be mined. That yes, you may have had a challenging and crap year and you may have had some really incredible lows but I guarantee you there's more goodness there so please do that exercise with an open heart and give yourself the time and space and actually I'm just going to dial back here I should have said this at the beginning set the stage for yourself when you do a practice like this that might be sitting in nature somewhere or lighting a candle and playing your favorite music or wrapping yourself up in a blanket or sitting in the sun under a tree with a pot of tea or a smoothie, or whatever you want. Just create a little bit of ritual around this. For me, it's often laying out a rug and grabbing my favorite crystals and my oracle cards and being in nature and just intending for this moment, whether it's five minutes or 20 minutes or three hours, intending it to be special and uh, an, an inner journey for myself that's going to provide clarity and a reconnection to self. So now that I've said that, to remind you, when we're doing the reviewing and reflecting process for 2019, the first thing I want you to do is to list everything that has happened and that you've experienced this year. Then you go back through that list and you start to contemplate, can I see here and identify any key themes and key learnings? So have a look through. Is there a pattern? Is there a pattern of behavior or a pattern of action or practices or experiences? Is there a theme running through here, for example, a continuous focus around finding love or a continuous focus around, for example, with us, house hunting? So even though we have missed out on four houses now in our process to purchase our family home, I have learned so much about everything from negotiation to conveyances to building reports to liaising with brokers to banks to Oh my God, all of it. So that is a key learning and that is a theme as well. So look at those themes and look at those learnings and write them down. We're not going into a space of judgment here. We're staying in compassion and we're staying in a more observatory sort of state. We're reviewing and reflecting. You're doing a, a, almost a SWOT here, a strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, threats kind of vibe. You're looking here from an objective perspective. Then the next thing you might like to do is notice the predominant feelings that you experienced and why. So you've looked at the context and the story, so what's actually happened. You've looked at the themes and the learnings, so what's actually come through from that. 
Now, what about the feelings? Can you notice the predominant feelings that you're embodying and experiencing throughout your year? As an example, in 2018, there was a predominant feeling of struggle and suffering that came through for me. I wasn't able to disconnect from this motherline story and the subconscious pattern of everything is hard and everything is a struggle in my life. This year, however, despite there still being maybe the equal amount of challenges, I don't have that story or that feeling in my body in the same way. I've just come off the back of a whole month of sickness with my family and I didn't really go into that story. So I can notice that that's changed, but I can also notice what other stories or feelings, I guess I want to say here, what other feelings I embodied more. One of the major feelings that I have embodied this year is deep, unconditional, overwhelming, heart-explosive love for my children. Raphael has come into this family and he is a little healer, as is his namesake. He provides this overflow of love from his heart and it's just, ah, it's so palpable and it's so beautiful. And even in the most challenging times, waking up and seeing his face and his smile and feeling that energy of his love come through, it's just been one of the most powerful and predominant experiences emotionally for me this year. The feeling of love for my daughter, watching her grow and evolve and watching her tackle things that she never thought she could do before, facing fears and failing many times and feeling her deep compassion and tenderness for me when times were challenging and hard and witnessing the person that she's going to slowly become. That love has just been so evident in my day-to-day life. So what are your predominant feelings that you've experienced and why? The fourth thing I'd like you to tackle here for your 2019 review and reflect, what are you grateful for? And again, do a brain dump here, just list it. I should say heart dump, just go for it. What are you grateful for? Running fresh water, the fact that your home wasn't anywhere near the bushfires in Australia, the outpouring of love when you needed support, the ability to get through hard times, the promotion or pay rise or new clients that you got, the new home that you moved into, the abundance of fresh food that you have available, the shift in energy that you felt at XYZ point in your year, all of it, put it all down and feel into that gratitude. Feel into that gratitude in your body and in your soul and allow yourself to tune into the vibration of all of that. Lift yourself up into the vibration of that gratitude. Now, one of my favorite and final questions for reviewing and reflecting 2019 is what do you want to create and change or grow from at this point? So what can you learn from here? What growth is there for you? And where do you need to create change and transformation? You can be specific here. So as an example, I know that I really want to shift and change the story for me that is around uh, the motherhood story that it all has to be a big sacrifice and that you have to put yourself on pause in order to still be a good mother and that um, there's a strong martyr element to that. You know, look at everything that I do for you and look at all that I've done and let go of so that I can be the mother that you want me to. I'm really ready to disconnect from that story. 
And that's not really my story. That's a story that I have absorbed and taken on and subconsciously programmed from my mother and she's taken it from her mother and on it goes. And that's the motherline story that I, one of, that I am willing to change and not hopefully pass on in, in as much intensity to my child. Side note here, for those of you who are listening who don't have children yet and who think, oh, I'm going to do all of that work before I have children, that is awesome. And if you can do that, please do. But also know that sometimes these things do not come up and you don't have them triggered in the way that you need to until you have children, just so you know. And I say that to take pressure off you so that you don't feel like, oh, I must do all this healing so I don't pass this on to my children once I have children doesn't quite work like that, unfortunately. I wish it did. Okay, so moving on to 2020, clarify and co-create. This is where it gets really exciting. So you start here by looking at those behaviors and patterns that you want to shift, change and clear. So you ended with that with 2019, reviewing and reflecting, and you're going a little bit deeper here. So what behaviors and patterns do you want to shift, change and clear? So if you felt like you need to flesh it out from the 2019 question that I provided to you at the end of that section, go a little deeper here at 2020 Clarify and Co-Create. And I put it there again because you're now thinking from the space of next year and next decade. So put yourself in the energy of that year and then see, what do I want to shift, change and clear? Then one of my favorite questions, key intentions. What are they? Not key goals, not specific actions. What are your intentions? I intend to is a great starting question here or starting section to your question. I intend to continue to do the work to awaken and be a more conscious individual woman and mama. Or I intend to be in the perfect home for our family and to feel that shift and change in energy that we so desire. Or I intend to nurture my body and find a way to feel strong and sexy and happy in the skin that I'm in. Just giving you some examples. Now coming back to feelings again. So what are the key feelings that you'd like to embody? Danielle Laporte's desire mapping work is awesome here if you want to flesh this out further. I don't really do her desire mapping anymore because I've done it many, many times. And now I just kind of go straight into tuning into my body and into my heart and asking, what are those key feelings that I'd like to embody? And listing them out. And then I choose some specific areas that I feel called to zone in on. And I want to say here just to choose three to begin with looking at your home, your family life, your body, your purpose, your passion, money, all of those areas, could you just choose two or three to begin with rather than tackle all areas because that puts a lot of pressure on you and actually really weighs down your experience quite intensely because you're going to overcommit and then before you know it, February 1st rolls around and you feel like you failed on all fronts. Whereas if you just start with two or three, then as your year goes on, you tick those things off or you feel like you've got on top of them and then you can add more into the mix. Now, the final and most important section here is narrating the story of your 2020. This is called co-creating in a present tense and affirmative space. So write the story of your 2020 as it unfolds, as if it had happened or is happening. So not I hope and I wish and I pray for, but 
my January was the most incredible experience because da, 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 da. write it out as a story and write it in detail. And if it feels good, share it with a friend or a loved one, because when we share it, it feels so much more intense and real. Now, the very final and most important part here is to meditate on that. Lie down, bring that story into vision, into body, into feeling and sensation. Feel into it so much so that you're smiling as you're tuning into that vision, so that your emotions are starting to match what you're seeing and thinking of, and then your vibration soon follows. Your vibration soon follows, and the universe is now co-creating with you. The universe is now sending back a vibrational match to everything that you are asking for. So this is my guidance around reviewing and reflecting on 2019 and co-creating and clarifying 2020. Really simple, but beautiful journaling practice. Don't worry if you didn't take notes because I'm going to copy all of this into the show notes so you can actually take them down and start doing some journaling. Beautiful thing to do over the Christmas New Year break. And again, don't stress if it doesn't happen on January 1st. Just get it done at some point that feels right. My birthday is on the 27th of January and I always feel that that's when my year starts. So that's when I like to do this sort of practice. So I hope you really enjoyed that and I hope that this adds some depth and intention to your transition from one year into another. Such an honor to share this with you and I'm about to literally run down the road to go to a yoga class and I'm super, super excited for that. So I'm going to leave you here as always with a reminder that I am just one mama on the path to work and I hope you choose to wake up with me too.